We are joined by John Garrahy from Treaty Veterinary Clinic, who have a branch in Shannon. Good morning to you, John. Oh, John, is, uh, we're just waiting for him on the line, but I'll just read out a couple of messages here because lots of phobias uh, are coming into us on 086 1800 964. Caroline Guthrie in Ennis uh, again is uh, of similar mind to myself. She says, My phobia are mice and rats. I can't even watch anything on telly. It's the thought uh, my, my family can't say the word RAT. Caroline, I totally agree with you. Mice, but in particular rats, uh, I find thoroughly disgusting. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry uh, to <laughs> the species of rats, but I just don't like them. Uh, we should have John on the line now. John, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, we're not going to be speaking about rats, thankfully, uh, but dogs, uh, particularly uh, one of our listeners who um, has a, a dog and one of the ears is kind of drooping down and they're wondering what that might be down to. Okay, well, first of all, um, it's one ear. So first thing to understand about the ears is some dogs have floppy ears. Some breeds, your poodles, your dachshunds, um, their ears are naturally floppy. And all puppies have actually floppy ears at birth. And it's only as they grow older, usually in conjunction with changing from baby teeth to adult teeth, that their ears become, as it were, erect in the breeds that have erect ears. So um, several factors that can influence why one or both ears may not become erect. One would be diet and nutrition. because what's inside in that ear lobe, which is called the pinna, is a cartilage, and that has to grow. And if the diet, for any reason, is um, not excellent or less than excellent, then the development of that cartilage can be impaired, and that could cause an ear not to um, to remain floppy. Um, and that, but that would usually happen with both ears. So within the floppy ears, then, as I say, um, they usually do become stand up as time goes on. If they don't, I suppose the first thing, um, if it's only one, that you need, in particular needs to be examined because there are a number of possibilities. It often happens in strays, again, because they may have got into fights or may not have had such a good start in life and fights and infections to the actual lobe, the pinna, will interfere with it and it might be painful even if the dog may not want to raise the ear. So um, bite wounds in particular can cause a problem. Infections within the ear can cause a problem. And if the infection is actually within the ear, well, sometimes if the owner can have a peep, they may be able to get even a smell from the ear or see a discharge from the ear. And the ear lobe and the area around it is very often going to be very red and inflamed. Another condition that may arise that would cause you to be floppy and actually the ear lobe to become swollen is what's called a hematoma. And this happens as well, randomly, with dogs who, particularly dogs who may be scratching their ear for some other reason, and as a result of the scratching of the lobe, they cause an internal bleed within the ear, and this gives rise into a swelling on the ear, which can become quite large, can be quite small or quite large, if it's almost like a big bubble on their ear, and that is blood-filled. So there are various possibilities, and there's, you know, there's various random occurrences, but basically malnutrition, fighting, illnesses, infections are all possibilities where you have one ear rather than both ears. Okay. I just yeah. wonder, John, would perhaps age play a part because the listener's dog is 14 years old, which is fairly elderly, I suppose, for a dog, but the dog itself is in no pain. Yes. No, it's, it's generally not painful uh, unless there's an actual infection. Again, I suppose at 14 years of age, there's also the possibility um, of some 
because that is a you know fourteen is a very is a good age, um, and there may well be some other possibly neurological condition as well that would affect it at that age. And um, which I don't know whether this what a dog in general is in very good health apart from that issue, or whether it's in conjunction with any other issues. Again, sometimes it might be at that age it could be middle ear disease and it can affect balance. So I don't know if the dog is a little head tilt or walking a little bit more to one side or anything like that because at that age if, if it has happened only at this age then you think of more conditions that affect elderly dogs and that would be the one that would come uh, to mind as a possibility of what's called middle ear in disease and could give rise to it as well. Okay, uh, well, I'm sure that advice very helpful for our listener. But I, I, I suppose the, the 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 overall message to the listener is that it's not anything too serious to worry about, John. It's not once the dog is overall in good health, eating, drinking, behaving normally. It's not it's not alarming. Maybe need to be checked out. If particularly in case there's an infection in the ear, that's the one area that would definitely need to be checked out because infections won't disappear spontaneously. So if the infection persists that definitely needs to be investigated. Uh, the other other causes would be less so. Now, the middle ear disease would need medication as well. Yes. Okay. okay. Well, my thanks to you as ever, John, and indeed, like our listener, if you ever have any pet-related issues or problems uh, that you want to send in for John to get him to answer them and give you some advice, do text or WhatsApp them into 86 964 uh, For the moment and until next week, John, thanks very much for joining us. That's all. Thank you, Alan. Take care. John Garrahy there from Treaty Veterinary Clinic who have a branch in Shannon. Nearly time